right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, you. You're goddamn right, you is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach them kids a lesson. They're a bunch of fucking amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome. It's here. It's finally here. We are here with our very first podcast episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau. I am your man, 50 Grand, Flex Hitless, and my man here, 100 years. Charlie Chase, baby. It's finally, it's finally here. I can't believe it. It's here. I can believe it. I can believe it. We put a lot of work into this uh, as fantasy, I'm not going to go say gurus, but enthusiasts. Yeah, that's, that's a better word for now. That's enthusiasts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we're, we're here about the, uh, the Better Fantasy Bureau is being here for the everyday fantasy sports player. That's what we're here for. We're just everyday fantasy sports players who love fantasy sports, all kinds of fantasy sports. And we're just here to talk about it with you because we talk about it enough as it is every day. Isn't that right, Charlie? Well said. We might as well record it, right? Our conversations are great about the sport. So uh, why not record it and give it out to the people? Absolutely. Absolutely, my brother. How you been, Charlie? I've been good, man. Summer's going good. Uh, I can't believe it's almost football season already. It seems like, you know, not too long ago, we were watching the Eagles win a Super Bowl. See, this is one thing. I just threw up in my mouth. This is is one thing with you and I, outside of being fantasy sports lovers, Mm -hmm. because it's one thing that you and I have in common. See, now, when it comes to fantasy sports, when it comes to fantasy sports, my love for my team goes out the window. Because... You know, if if a best player available happens to be an Eagle or a Cowboy player on draft, I got to take him. But uh, I am a big New York Giants fan. Mm-hmm. But it's vice versa. When it comes to New York Giants games, my love for fantasy goes out the window. If, if I'm going against Odell Beckham Jr. and he scores three touchdowns against me, and but my Giants win the game. I'm super happy. You okay with that? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, absolutely fine. When it comes to my Giants playing the actual game, my love for fantasy goes out the window. But when it comes to me thinking about fantasy wise and my fantasy team, my love for the Giants is a little different out the window because it's you know this is my team. It's a little different. So I am a big New York Giants fan, and you, Charlie, Dallas Cowboys, baby. You said um, that with such disappointment in your America's voice, and I heard team. it with disappointment in my ear. America's team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, you'll see for the rest of this podcast the ways it goes. Me, Flex Hitless, I am a big Giants fan, and Charlie Chase is a big Cowboys fan. And we're going to be making a lot of bets along the way, and we're going to see who is a smarter fantasy player. And you, you're going to represent your Dallas Cowboys. Do you feel that you are smart enough or good enough a fantasy player to do your Dallas Cowboys justice? Because they can't do you any justice. Absolutely. Listen, like, why? Why are you bringing up the past? But man? it's not. It's, it's, it's not uh, the past. It's the present. It's, it's a new year. But it's the it, present. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. I'll give you that. Yeah, VHS tapes deteriorate after a while, and you can't see your last. Oh, <laughs> that was a good one. one. So that's the last the, time you're going to be able to use that joke. Yeah. This entire podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's going to keep going, and um, and football season's right around the corner. So, Charlie, tell the people a little bit, real quick, about yourself, just real quick. So, Charles Badalamenti, uh, known as Charlie Chase around the fantasy industry. Uh, those are my handles on FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, but I'm an avid uh, season-long player as well. Now, um, I'm a real estate broker in New York City. That's what I do during the day when I'm not uh, crunching numbers for fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just always love fantasy. And now might as well be able to talk about it and just give my not, not so much advice, but just my take on, you know, how I see things. Uh, grew up in New York, but mm-hmm. as you know, the biggest Dallas Cowboy fan in the world. Which is, I mean, I know, I know guys. Dude, there's, a, there's a lot of people I know. Like I know, me, listen, we, we've been Trust friends me. for a while, so I, I, I've known you for a while. And I know you've been to Dallas Cowboys for, you know, forever as long as I met you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know people sometimes, you know, and this is just talking not fantasy-wise, talking to sports, but people in New York, if you're in New York, sometimes people are Dallas Cowboys fans because they hate Giants fans. No, 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 but I don't Some, But you're not like that. I know you're uh, not. No, you're absolutely no. not. Why are you a Cowboys fan? Tell the people. Well, I mean, I got to give credit to my dad. Okay. My dad is, uh, you know, first-generation Italian. Came out here, came to this country right off the boat, and 
was immediately drawn to football. And this was like during the early 70s. And the only teams that were on TV were the Cowboys, the Steelers, and the Raiders. So did like the Pope go to like a Cowboys game and he loved and, the Pope? And no, he, no, 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 it's, no, it didn't get that deep. But I'm um, Italian, by the way, so I can make these Italian jokes. So it's right. <laughs> didn't didn't get that deep. I love but, the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so he gravitated towards the Cowboys. Uh, Roger Staubach was the quarterback at the time, and kind of just fell in love with the team and passed that down to me. And also. My uh, my cousin Frank, who's like my older brother, he he was a big cowboy fan. Is a ca- big cowboy. So fan. so it basically just ran in the family, ran and you were just family. born into it. Yeah. All right. Well, like credit to you. You are you. I mean, long- I could have been I could have been a Jet fan because those who are not cowboy fans are Jet fans. So yeah, I'm glad that didn't happen. Well, well, I'm not a Cowboy fan, and I'm not a Jet fan, but but I know. But uh, <laughs> but my sister married a Giant fan. Ro, I'm still mad at you for that. No, no I'm not. <laughs> this is smart, 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 smart. It's good St. John's prep education. Yeah, <laughs> well, money well invested. Yes, you went to Monte Cristi. <laughs> but this is a New York show for people that get it. Uh, anyways, uh, so real quick, just to let you know about myself, once again, I am Flex Hitlist. Uh, jack of all trades, master of none. Uh, for all my friends from Woodside, shout out to all my people in Woodside. Shout out to GMS. Uh, you know, they, they, if you get to know them or get to know me, I, I do a lot, a little bit of everything. This is that and the third. Uh, won't go too much into it. But, uh, you know, but what we're going to do here in the Better Fantasy Bureau to let you guys know, uh, first of all, we want to shout out a bunch of our friends and family who are supporting us and everybody else that is starting to hear about us and know about us. It's, it's, I even had a friend of mine, uh, my boy Pete. He was even, when I showed him the logo for what we made for Better Fantasy Bureau that we had made, um, shout out to Felix who made our logo. Um, he even said, Oh, that's you. I've seen that. I'm like, yeah, you see, I was like, yeah, I seen that somewhere, and I, I didn't know that was you. I heard about it, and so it's great that it's getting some buzz out there, and it's going out there. Um, power of the internet, baby. Power of the internet, and yeah. we, you know, we, we've had we've had what our, our bringing in like a hundred followers a day on the Instagram. We've only been on Instagram yeah. for like four days. Have like almost three hundred twenty or right. whatever. Is, I mean, that's not a big number, but we're, no, we're, it's we're, not. We're, we're getting there, but it's good to start off when when you know. We, you you only been pushing it for just so long, mm-hmm. you know, to get out there. So we want to shout out to all the supporters, and we we just yeah. really, really, really. You know, can't thank you enough for keep supporting us, you know, to keep, you know, like like pushing for us and keep listening for us. And hopefully in return for all your support and for all you guys that play fantasy football or don't. But for ones that you do play fantasy sports, that we could give you good enough advice where you could tell your friends like, yeah, Flex and Charlie said this down a third on the on the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. And that's how I made that decision. That's how I made my choice. And they helped me along the way. So uh, that's what we're here to do for you. And we're also going to talk about sports in general, uh, which goes around the league, you know, like big news LeBron James going to the Lakers. Yeah. What you think about that? I mean, I mean, I guess that's the story. So we should t- touch on it for a, for a few, right? Yeah, we don't but, have to. Um, we can move on if it's like a sensitive no, subject no, I mean, for look, you. It's, it's, it's LeBron. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, look, I, I can't say that I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, but look, I mean, the dude has accomplished almost everything you can. I was going to say abides. In, in basketball. <laughs> you said the dude but, abides. But... <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, look, if he wants to go, you know, to, to L.A. and finish his career out west, um, I think he's got every right to do that. I, I, the one thing I, you know, I respect that he's not ring chasing. You know what I mean? Like, I think that well, he's, well, he's well, 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 he's done it enough. He's, not, he's ring chased enough. Yeah, but at this point in his career, he's not ring chasing. He didn't. He wasn't ring chasing. When I'm he a back firm to, believer. When he went back to Cleveland. Let's be fair. No, I believe he was. How? Because you, with Kyrie Irving there, you tell me that he didn't know that Kevin Love was going to go. Just like if if, mm. if Kawhi, would you be surprised now if that, I don't that's, know? That's debatable. Would you be surprised out of nowhere that Kawhi Leonard showed up on the Lakers? No, exactly. I, so I, I, I so isn't surprised. it so so isn't it safe to say that since Kevin Love came up on after LeBron and Kawhi comes on after LeBron, isn't it safe to say knowing that like that he knows? That hey, if I go to this team, it will push them more for them to go to that team. So like, I have a feeling. I'm a, listen, once again, not to, to read it and everything, I believe LeBron James is the best player in basketball. I am not denying that. I'm not denying anything about the guy's talents at all. Yeah, I, would I don't never, even think that's, that's debatable. That, I mean, you can make a case you can for make KD, a case for You can make guess, a case for KD, for Steph Curry, for James Harden. You can make a case for a bunch of people, and that's fine. That's what sports debate's all about. But I truly do believe that he went to the Lakers knowing that Kawhi Leonard's going to go there. I mean, Lance Stevenson jumped on. Ray John Rondo jumped on. I mean, Ray John Rondo's now no longer the Ray John Rondo from the Celtics. He, he played. He, he played he's still a sm- he's a smart you know, he, basketball player. He unlocked player. that Pelicans offense. He's a smart basketball yeah. player. So like and that's and that's what LeBron said in in the uh, one of the press conferences. He's like, look, you know, it's going to take a collective 
of, of basketball minds to beat this warrior team. Well, it, yeah, so I mean that's what he's putting together in LA. I mean, I mean, the only the only the only thing I can see about it is at least we're gonna see a, a different team out of the East uh, play yeah. for the finals. Try to go against the Warriors because yeah. I don't think this. Here's a good question for you though: Where do you think he retires his jersey? Oh, Cleveland. Come on. You sure about that? Yeah. Okay. You know, kid from Akron. You know, he brought back home the championship. Uh, 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 I mean, it's LeBron James. He'll, I, I, he'll go into the okay. hall as as All a Cavalier. I I I, I, think. I think a Cavalier, but but you never know with this guy. So I don't know. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you know, Booby Cousins going to uh, Boogie. Boogie, Boogie, Boogie. I said Booby. You said my Boobie. bad. You said Booby Cousins. Thinking of uh, that's that's his cousin. Thinking of Booby Dixon. Then <laughs> we're talking about fantasy football. My bad. Uh, yeah, Boogie, Boogie Cousins. cousins to my the, fault. To the Warriors. That's yeah. uh, that's crazy. I mean, that's that's insane. I mean, look, he is coming off a major, major injury. A ruptured Achilles is is no joke. I mean, you know, thank God I've never had one. But for a basketball player, you know, that's you know, you lose a lot of your explosiveness. When for, when you rupture your Achilles, so that that's going to be hard for him to bounce back. But let's just assume for a second that he gets back to that boogie of old. I mean, the dude was averaging twenty five, thirteen, and five before he went down, and now you're going to put him on the best team. Like their their starting five is going to be Steph, Clay, KD, Draymond Green, and Boogie come January. That that could be the Western Conference All Stars, basically. Yeah, it could. That's that's nuts. It could. And that's you know that's that's the NBA that we're living in right now. I know. Like, I mean, like, like I I I once always said that one of my favorite teams. Um, of course, you know I'm a diehard New York Knicks fan, and like I love basketball. You know, for the most part, basketball the is, is my favorite. When are, sport. when are they gonna get it right, man? <laughs> it's like my, my friend when Tim. When are the Knicks gonna get it right? Who's that guy we just signed? Henzaga. Henzaga. How do you? Henzaga. He's actually Henzaga. Good. That's how you pronounce yeah. it, right? Yeah. It's funny, but so my friend, uh, He's my good. my friend Timmy Finnegan, he cracks me up when his Facebook post and he posted. He goes, Cleveland had LeBron James for eleven years, and I'm over here getting hyped about signing Henzaga. Stop crying, <laughs> Cleveland. <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, man. But I don't think. Look, I don't think Cleveland's mad anymore. You know what I mean? Like he brought home the championship. It wasn't like the first time when he left. Uh, no, it definitely so, wasn't like the first time he left, but it's it's. He made good. It's it's still it, but you know, like I always said, one of my favorite basketball teams uh, of the time was the Detroit Pistons. Bad Boy Pistons? No, not the Bad Boy Pistons. One with oh, Chauncey, Chauncey Billups, Billups because, Rip Hamilton. Yes, Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton. Uh, you know, Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace, and Tayshawn Prince. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they beat Kobe and Shaq, man, they, they were dom- they were dominating these. Yeah. They were like, but, and, and and I remember even Isaiah Thomas said, "I'll give you the entire Knicks team just for your sorry five to the Pistons." <laughs> but at that time, but the thing is, the reason why I love them so much is because none of those players, none of them, were the best of their position. Mm-hmm. None of them. Yeah, none of, you can make an argument that they didn't really have a superstar. I think the only argument you could probably make only because of the fact that Ben Wallace was defensive player of the year so many yeah. times that defense is that Ben Wallace. But he knew his role. Yeah, he knew you his know? role. He played, no. that's, that's the thing is that they all played their role so well. Like, Chauncey wasn't the best point guard. Tayshawn wasn't the best small forward. Rip wasn't the best shooting guard. None of the guys were the best in their position, but they played so well together. Mm-hmm. And they dominated. That's why I love teams like that. And you got a team like this right now, like the Warriors. You know, you can make an argument for everybody in their spot that's one of the best in the league, you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, and and it's and uh, I don't find it that much fun to be honest with you. But I mean, I'm sure Golden the people in San Francisco do, uh, in the Bay. But you know, it's 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 like fantasy basketball. I mean, look, if if Boogie returns to form, they might as well just cancel the season. It might as well. And like you said, it's yeah. it's, it's like uh, fantasy basketball. And speaking of fantasy ba- uh, fantasy basketball, fantasy sports in general, let's move on. Talking what we hear about the better fantasy bureau. Let's move on and talk about fantasy sports. Yeah. So as we said, we're going to be about football. Let's talk about football because we are the better fantasy bureau. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, we want everybody to be involved. You can follow us on our Instagram at BFB Podcast. Follow us on our Twitter at Podcast BFB. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at FLX Hitless at Flex Hitless. Charlie, your Instagram. Charlie B and Y. Exactly. And, uh, you know, we have our website up and running. We have a teaser website just for the moment uh, because we're still still working on our rankings, still working to perfect perfect everything because we want to make it as you know accurate as uh, as possible for you guys to give you the best information but it's www.betterfantasybureau.com what you could do you could still go there and you could go to our email ad, uh the email box and you can subscribe to our email list and we will keep you up to date because we are going to talk everything fantasy football baseball basketball hockey even mma even why not a little bit of everything mm-hmm. but this is our fantasy football division so let's get started on fantasy football division i really wish that I set up all these sound bites, but we're still learning. It's only the first podcast, trial right. and error. So, um, episode one, we'll get it right for episode two. Ah, 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 ah. 
go on to bold predictions right now to move it over. Just a little break. So bold predictions. We're going to give you bold predictions for the year. Uh, right now, we're in, uh, you know, just in the first week of July. July just first started. It's July 3rd when we are recording this. Um, mock draft season is coming up heavy. So to make some bold predictions before the year even starts, Charlie, why don't you give us one bold prediction? Bold predictions. All right. I'm going to give you mine for this year. Okay. So Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. Last year, disappointing a lot. You know, they they invested a second-round pick in him, and, you know, when you invest that uh, early of a pick, you expect production right away. Needless to say that he didn't live up to expectations. Mm -hmm. Uh, Supposedly, he's had a great offseason. He's shed 15 pounds, and he's preparing for a heavy workload. So he's he's a legitimate three down back, uh, you know, so I think that, you know, Joe Mixon rebounds and becomes a top 10 fantasy producer in PPR leagues. Now, that's that that's the caveat. Right. So so before we continue, just to let the audience know. So the way we generally uh, rank and talk about ADPs and where we want uh, where we play is PPR, which is full point PPR. It's just kind of weird to say full point PPR because it's full point point per reception. Right. It's like ATM machine with the MN machine, you know, right? Mm-hmm. But but uh, uh, so we play with the one point PPR and 12 team leagues. That's how we rank our players in 12 team leagues. Uh, so in PPR, and I remember when you said this in a pre-show meeting, you said that Joe Mixon was going to be top 10. That is shocking to me. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that you could, you could, did, did, so about like, <laughs> I say this. There's, he's going to be in that mix with only like nine other running backs yeah. in that tier. He's like a tier one running back for you. Yeah. I think, you know, the, you saw, you know, little bits and pieces last year. You saw, you know, little flashes. But I think that this year, you know, being with the offseason that he had, um, the the uh, Bengals also really tried to revamp their offensive line. They traded for uh, Cordy Glenn from the Buffalo Bills, who was playing at an all-pro level before he went down last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also drafted uh, Billy Price out of Ohio State, who could play both mm-hmm. the center and guard positions. Mm-hmm. So they're really high on that kid as well. So if if those two you know moves pan out, with the fact that you know he's going to be on the field, he's a th- legit three-down back. If he gets opportunities, I I, I see him as a top ten fantasy producer. So that's my bold prediction. So you're not worried about Giovanni Bernard cutting into him? I mean, I know Jeremy Hill's out. Nah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, look, Gio Gio will get his touches, but I think that Joe Mixon will get 20 to 25 touches a game. And for, you know, a low-end RB1, high-end RB2, I'll I'll take that all day. All right. So right now, Joe Mixon's average ADP uh, in our scoring system, he's going 212. So 12 pick in the second round. So he's going very late second Early third, yeah. you so to you that's a to get a top ten RB like around there that's got to be a steal. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I mean I I really don't agree with you. Okay, I, I really don't. I'm, well, I, that's I, that's why these are bold predictions. No, absolutely, <laughs> and, 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 and this is why like, I really don't agree with it. But I mean, also here's another thing I forgot though. He also has the eighth most favorable schedule for against the rush. Okay. You know what I mean? So he's got soft matchups against the Colts, soft matchups against the Dolphins, and a soft matchup against the Raiders. So, you know, that you know, you gotta play who's on your schedule. That plays into it. So I, I mean I think the only tough run defense he faces all year is the Broncos. So Yeah, they I'll, you know would, would well you can't really say Broncos. You gotta say just Von Miller and now well, Bradley Chubb because they're not the Broncos. I mean, they're, they're, they're good. They'll, they're good. They'll be there. They always find a way yeah, to yeah. be, you know, top five, top ten defenses. Yeah, no, that that's that's definitely a bold one. I mean, I'm a little bit more. I, don't get me wrong. I'm, it's, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't draft Joe Mixon. Uh, I just think that there's so many other. Uh, running backs that I would feel more comfortable well, he, he's taking that, than him. So you would take you would take with with. Shady McCoy. I mean, I'll take Shady before him. Right. So, um, you would take Joe Mixon over Jordan Howard. Yes. Darius Geis. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned jo- Jordan Howard because he's on my buyer beware. But we'll we'll, we'll get, get to that. that. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to that. So, uh, Darius Geis. Yeah, I'm taking Joe Mixon. Taking Joe Mixon over Darius Geis. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, it's, it's Derrick Henry. Even. I like Derrick Henry, but I I just I just think Joe Mixon's going to have a big year this year. Okay. All right. I mean, that, that's my top flag. 10, I'm, I'm, though. I'm planting my flag on Joe top Mixon. Top 10. Yeah, top 10. All right. That's what we do here at the Bureau. 
It's true. <laughs> All right. So speaking about another things uh, being a little bit of um, bold prediction, talking about being up there in the tops, I predict, it's, and, and, I, and I said this some before to some of my friends, and I predict that Jimmy G is going to be a top five quarterback. I mentioned that before, and I said that Jimmy G, I believe, is going to be a top five quarterback. And my reasons for that being that he's going to be a top five quarterback within the last five weeks, in the, I'm sorry, last five starts, right? It was in um, last year. In his five starts, which is weeks 13 to 17, he was top eight in the league. He was top eight in pass attempts and completions and passing yards and, most importantly, in fantasy points. Now, um, he has another full year in the Kyle Shanahan offense. He has Garcon healthy. He has Goodwin, which shows so much promise. They uh, drafted that guy, Dante Pettis. George Kittle's coming back, and they got Jarek McKinnon, who's known to be a pass-catching back. You know, any, any anything in the Kyle Shanahan offense, I believe, you know, just, just, just fantasy gold. It's like a golden goose for fantasy Kyle Shanahan's offense. And I'm a strong believer for the most part, and then we'll talk about that why, where it's a little bit different later. Uh, but if the wide receiver one thrives, and all Kyle Shanahan's wide receivers ones always thrive. If the wide receiver one thrives, then the quarterback should thrive. We'll talk about how that switches up a little bit later. But I think Jimmy G is going to be in the top five. I'm I'm very very high on Jimmy G this year. Very very high on Jimmy G this year. I I can see that. I, I like Jimmy G. Jimmy uh, GQ. He has has he earned his nickname? I mean, yeah. I mean, every every time I hear about him anywhere else, they just talk about how handsome the guy is. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding you. You laugh at well, me about I it, was, but everybody talks about how handsome. My my wife I when was I was talking t- about talking about his football acumen, not his looks. No, but that's why they call him Jimmy GQ because he's like a model. Like my I even told my wife, I'm like, yeah, Jimmy. G, everybody says the guy's so handsome. I was like, oh, really? I'm like, babe, I'm I'm the one telling you. Don't get excited good looking, about dude. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, and you can sling a football. I mean, he's going. Uh, his average ADP is nine point oh two. He's going in the second pick in the ninth round for average right now, and I think that's just a steal. You you know, and, and especially in a position that there's an abundance of quarterbacks. There's so so many quarterbacks in that uh, to pick from this league. There's just so many to choose from. Um, well, let me ask you this before you continue, not to interrupt you. Um, but what do you think about the 49ers this year? You think they're going to be good? Yeah, absolutely. I think they're going to be better. Playoff team? But uh, Ruben Foster just got suspended. Mm. He just got suspended, uh, I think it was like two two games or whatever it is. So, yeah, Ruben Foster just got suspended. I'll look it up later. But, yeah, he just got suspended, unfortunately, and um, so that's going to hurt their defense a little bit. But, yeah, no, I mean, Richard Shermer, uh, having Richard Shermer on your team is always going to somehow keep you in there one way or another, mm-hmm. too, you know? Yeah. So, uh that that's uh, one thing I got to say. Uh, another one of my bold predictions, if you don't oh, you mind saying. You got another one. I got another one. I got a, you got another one. No. <laughs> Good, because I'm not gonna let you say it anyways. So I got another <laughs> one. Uh, Jimmy Graham to me is gonna be a complete and total bust. I am saying that he will be a bust, Ooh. a bust, a bust. Hot take. That's hot take. <laughs> Why do you think he won't be a bust? I mean. I'm going to state the obvious, but he's got possibly the greatest thrower of the football ever throwing him the ball now. Yeah, but that's Throw, the only reason. Throws, throws the back shoulder fade better than anyone ever possibly, and that's that's you know that's money in the bank for him. Yeah, and but once that, you get inside the 20 yard line, that that's his game right there. That's where he makes his living. But that's the that's that's the only reason that people are telling me every year, just like last year with Martellus Bennett when he went to the Packers, every year. There's always a, oh, it's Aaron Rodgers going to throw it to him. Every year, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. The talent level with Jimmy Graham and Martellus Bennett, look, I mean, now you can't compare look, that. Look, look, look. Speaking of talent, right? Speaking of talent, because last year, Jimmy Graham led the entire league, more running backs, more wide receivers, anything. He led the entire league in red zone targets. He led the entire league in red zone targets. I mean, he's a big guy. He's really tall. And he had 15 touchdowns. That's a lot of touchdowns to add. He had 15 touchdowns. And so you're saying that his the touchdowns are not sustainable. Touchdowns are 100. We're gonna get. I'll tell you, but he had 15 touchdowns, the most targets in the red zone, and he still did not even crack the top five for tight ends. There's not a lot of tight ends out there. There's not a lot. You're telling me with 15 touchdowns, receiving touchdowns, and a PPR, you still did not make top five. And he was also in a different offense, though. Does it, you know, it, 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 it does matter. No, I mean, because, you, it, have, well, it, you know, Aaron Rodgers throwing you the ball compared to it's not, who's, not to take away anything from Russell Wilson. But you, you guys have to let go. Aaron you guys Rodgers. have to let go that Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball because Aaron Rodgers will throw the ball. Of course, yes. But Aaron Rodgers does not throw to his tight ends. There has not been a Green Bay. There has not been a Green Bay tight end in this century that has had 15. I don't even think of the Green Bay like Packers in general have had 15 red zone targets. He, he he doesn't so much get to the red zone so much when he throws so much targets. Mm-hmm. You have to stop thinking that because the, there's the only fantasy relevant 
tight end from the Green Bay Packers in the last few years has been Jermichael Finley, and he hasn't played in years. Mm-hmm. It, it, Green Bay does not throw to their tight ends. They do not throw to their tight ends, especially in the red zone. He's red zone dependent. He's not the same Jimmy Grant that was on the Saints with Drew Brees. He is not that same guy anymore. But he also he's a he's a tight he's not your traditional tight end though. He he plays like a receiver in certain aspects. I'm telling you right you know, now they, they line him up outside. They don't always line him up on the end. Any reason that people are going to want to and, and and I'm not saying don't draft them because there's such there's so little tight ends mm-hmm. out there. There's very few tight well, ends. Let again. me ask you this: Define bus. You said he's going to be. A he's going to be a total bus. He's so, going to be a total so bus. So we're, so we're, we're now are you are you taking into account injuries? Like you don't think he's going to play 16 games? Even if he plays 16 games, doesn't matter. Jimmy Graham right now is going as the fourth overall tight end. He's okay. going as the fourth overall tight end. All right, he is going in the fifth round. Five five point five right? mm-hmm. that, that, in the fifth in the middle of the fifth round. I mean that's about he's where gonna he be go. a bust because he is nowhere near gonna live up to his ADP. He is nowhere near. He is gonna he's gonna I don't even think he's gonna make the, he's not even gonna make the top ten in tight ends. He's not. He's wow. gonna be a total bust. He barely he barely made it in the top ten last year. He had fifteen touchdowns with the most red zone targets. But you're telling me because Aaron Rodgers throws it. It's going to be different. But Russell Wilson's no slow slump of a quarterback. I'm not, I'm not taking anything but this, away from Russell when Wilson. You draft, but he's he's not Aaron Rodgers. When you draft I mean, when you draft Jimmy Graham, the only reason you're going to be drafting him is just because of Jimmy Graham's name and because of Aaron Rodgers' name. That's it. Systematically, they the Green Bay Packers do not throw to the tight end. He is going to be a bust. All right. Absolutely. We'll see that that I don't agree with. You're saying he Please finishes outside of the ten, Abs- uh, outside the ten, yeah. And he's going. Yeah. To, he's he's, uh, he's going as a fourth overall. The only other tight ends that are ranked above him, of course, are Gronk, uh, Kelsey, and Ertz. That's it. Mm-hmm. You, you, that's it. And he's going to be a total right. bust. And I, I think that's right about where he, he needs to go. No, no. So you you you're already fans are going to be hearing you, and they're probably going to think I'm wrong. But then at the end of the year, they're going to see how right I am and how wrong you are. We shall see. All right. What else? You got another bold prediction for me? No, let's uh, let's move on. All right, so let's move on. So we're going to move on right now to the next segment. This is why we need to get ah, these drops set up, and it'd be a lot more cooler. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to move on to the next segment, which is called Do Not Buy. So we have a Do Not Buy list. These are the players that, in our opinion, uh, we are saying that we do not want to touch. We got no, want nothing to do with them. We don't want to draft them at all. We're not touching at all. So this is the this is our. And it could be different from yours if you're listening, which is fine. But this is why you're listening to get a uh, perspective of other people's opinions. And this is our do not buy list. So, uh, uh, Charlie, go ahead. You start off. I already gave two bold predictions. Though. All right. So, buy or beware. No, no. Do not buy. Do not. Well, same thing, right? No. Or do not buy. <laughs> These are players you're not you're not touching. Okay. So I'm not touching. Uh, I feel funny saying that about another man. Oh, but... grow up. <laughs> grow up. But, uh, anyway. Jordan Howard. It's a twist. It's, it's 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 the 2018. All right, <laughs> it's it's okay to say stuff like this. It's 2018, bro. <laughs> Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard, you're not touching. I'm not touching Jordan. You Howard. You want nothing Jordan. to do with Jordan Howard. Nothing. I mean, look, he's being drafted right around 24, 25, 26, which is going to put him in the mix with all those players we were talking about before. He's being drafted third, uh, 3.03, third pick in the third round. That's his ADP okay, so, right now. So right around there. So he's he's in the mix with uh with Joe Mixon, with Shady McCoy, um, right around there. So look. He's right last, after your boy Joe Mixon. Yeah. I the name the name itself is 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 gonna garner attention, obviously. And if you looked how he's produced over the last two years, he's accumulated for over twenty nine hundred total yards, sixteen touchdowns in thirty one games. So that's that's legit production, right? Sounds right. Right. So, but the thing is this, you know, he's he's going into a new system now. The the Bears obviously had a, you know, John Fox is no longer there. They got uh, that guy, uh, Matt, Matt Nagy. Matt yeah. Nagy, yeah. Yeah. So, he was re- recent. I saw an interview with him recently, and a, a reporter asked him, he's like, is, is Howard going to be the feature back in this offense? Mm-hmm. And his response, you know, was that it, it really depends on – if the specific game calls for it. So that just tells me that he's not, you know, confident that, you know, Howard is going to be the bell cow of, of the team. And combine that with the fact that, you know, the Bears are not going to be good this year. You don't think right? so? I don't think so. I, I think really? they're going to be they're going to be trailing a lot. Okay. They're going to be trailing a lot. They're going to be playing in the in the two minute huddle a lot. 
which means that 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 game script is more suited for Tariq Cohen. And, you know, you're going to hear us talk about game script a lot. Um, I mean, I think it's a little bit more important in daily, but it definitely applies to seasonal. And basically what game script is, is how you feel, you know, a certain game is going to play out, what type of flow it's going to have. Mm-hmm. So if we think that the, the Bears are not going to be good, that means they're going to be trailing a lot. You're going to have to have Tariq Cohen in the game. You're going to need the the scat back, the one that could catch passes out of the backfield, which is going to take opportunities away from Howard. So I'm staying away from Jordan Howard this year. He's he's a good back, but for where he's going, I'm staying away. Now, if he slips to, you know, the end of the third round, which, you know, he might it's probably not, then maybe I'll, I'll grab More him More likely there. be like in the middle. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see how the, the, the summer progresses. Yeah. But, I mean uh, – but Jordan Howard is a is a stay away from me. All right, I mean, I I I'm not big on Jordan Howard to say. Don't get me wrong, I'm not big on Jordan Howard or Tariq Cohen or either one of them to have in my team. So I'm not like, think I don't think he always has you know those one or two games where he just kind of goes crazy what? and he's he's actually matchup wise in daily he's he's great if he's in the right matchup. But over the course of the season, I just don't think the. Not that you know he doesn't have the talent level. I just don't think the opportunities are going to be there. Right. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think you're crazy at all. But I. I, I definitely don't think the Bears are going to be bad. I mean, one one person I love on the Bears, and I and I and I really recommend on people for the draft is definitely Trey Burden, because of you said Matt Nagy. It's Nagy or Nagy. 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 Right. Yeah. Matt Nagy. Uh, I, I really believe in him, and not even that is that you know he was on the Chiefs for so long. He loved Travis Kelsey. Made, you know, and Travis Kelsey is a stud. So with Trey Burden, I think, has all the skill set, not because he threw that touchdown in the Super Bowl game, but he has all the skill set, I believe, to to be, uh, you know, a, a really, really, you know, like important or a big piece in fantasy this year, like somebody really that's going to put a lot of work and put a lot of points on the board. I really, really, really trust in Trey Burden, especially for as low as he's going. Um so and then you know you got you got Allen Robinson in there you know Mitch Trubisky's playing for another year Mitch Trubisky also just so you know also last year twenty percent of his passes went to the tight end I mean I don't, did you see the picture what happened to he milled last year Yeah let's let's not uh I don't want to re <laughs> that's hard to look at it's hard to look yeah. at I I hope he's doing all right but uh but yeah so um yeah there were there were talks that he he might have lost, lost his leg man that's that's crazy. I haven't been told I heard he was going I think they saved the leg to be honest with you no no I know they did I know there was at, talks at, of it being time. lose yeah at the time yeah. yeah yeah all right so they did save the leg all right uh but yeah I don't think they're gonna suck but so no do not buy Jordan Howard for you okay yeah, so st- total stay away from me total stay away all right uh, staying with the running backs, since you're talking about running backs, staying with a running back that I want nothing to do with, that I do not, I am not buying. Ooh, I, I do know not, where you're going I, with this. Yeah, because I, I remember I mentioned, you, mentioned to you this before, uh, Kareem Hunt. I want, I will not be drafting Kareem Hunt. So anybody else in any Kareem of my leagues? Of the crop? No, no Kareem of the crop for not, you? No Kareem of the crop for me. Nope. Because <laughs> uh, anybody else in my league, if, if if you think I'm taking Kareem Hunt from you, I am not. I do not want to draft Kareem Hunt, so don't worry about that. Um, I'll tell you why exactly. So Kareem Hunt did last year uh, lead the NFL in rushing yards last year. He led the NFL in rushing yards with 1,327 rushing yards, okay? But 401 of those yards were in this first three games yeah i mean he came out the gate that is 30 percent three touchdowns that is 30 percent of your total yards that's 30 percent of your total yards okay yeah. and his first in those first three weeks where he had his 30 percent of his, that's a that's a huge chunk 30 percent of an entire season of your total yards in just three games and the first three weeks he averaged a whopping 32.9 fantasy points per game for a rookie coming out like that for anybody who got him which he was going last year middle of the third round or like late third round more or less they were ecstatic and i was i was big on kareem hunt last year for well, that's because next... you know West went down in the preseason. Uh, where? Where? I'm sorry. Where? where? Mm-hmm. But d- d- he's another reason why. But so the next nine games from weeks 14 to 13, he averaged 11.7. 11.7. He averaged. That is a huge drop of 21.2 points. And this is in PPR. He catches the ball well. He catches the ball very well. And he, for him to drop 21 points over the next nine weeks after what he did, what he did in the first three weeks, you're plugging him every week without even worrying about him, whatever it is. And then he just dropped, like, I'll give him another week. I'm giving Every week he was stressful. For me to be that stressed out over my number one pick, I'm, I don't want that. I got enough things to be stressed out in my life, all right? I don't want to be stressed out about my number one pick like that, okay? And... <laughs> 
granted, listen, granted, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he still finished last year, even with those those nine weeks that he had that were terrible. He still finished as QB4 overall. He still finished as QB4 overall, averaged around 18. RB, sorry, you're right. I'm sorry. I have QB written down here. You know, you know I'm not that smart, okay? My bad. But as RB4, um, he averaged 18.4 points per game, okay? But this is what I, what I mentioned, another reason why I'm still worried, okay? Spencer Ware's back. Kareem Hunt became Kareem Hunt and took over the Rams with no Spencer Ware. Now, Spencer Ware is back in the game. They still want Spencer Ware to be there, okay? You got the rookie quarterback in Pat Mahomes. I think he's going to do fine. I, I, I recommend drafting him if you want to take him late. I think he's going to do well, but he's the kind of guy I feel that slings the ball. He slings it down there, and he's going to sling it to Tyreek Hill and, oh, Sammy Watkins, I feel. I don't think that Sammy Watkins every year is like, oh, this is going to be the year. This is going to be the year. Sammy Watkins is going to do good. I'm not a believer in Sammy Watkins until Sammy Watkins gives me a reason to believe in yeah, Sammy Watkins. I'm not, I'm not a big Sammy Watkins guy. I'm either. not at all either. I'm, I'm glad there were talks about the, uh, the Cowboys signing him. I'm glad they didn't give him all that money. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the for the Cowboys' sake, I'm glad you guys yeah. didn't. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good for you guys. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it's it's with even with Sammy Watkins there, I believe he's still uh somebody to be worried about for other people. I think he still has capabilities, but I like I said, I won't believe in him until somebody gives me until he gives me reason to believe in him. But with Sammy Watkins, with Spencer Ware, with with Tyreek Hill still leading, you know, gonna you know take all the passes from him, and with a new uh quarterback in Pat Mahomes, I do not trust. From my first overall pick to be Kareem Hunt. I don't trust Kareem Hunt in general, but he is definitely going within the end of the first, beginning of the second, somewhere around there. I I do not trust him for that. Hmm. So I, I I am staying clear from Kareem Hunt for all those reasons. I would I would take him at, at the end of the first round if he's there. Please do because I will go ahead, take him because I'm not taking him. Yeah. I mean look, the 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 talent's there. I mean, you don't run for what, 1,400 yards he ran for? 1,400, 1,500 yards? Uh, 1,327 last year. Right. I mean, you don't do that if, if you don't have the talent. No, you no, know? no. So I, I, look, he's going to get he's gonna get opportunities. Um, I'm not saying that that he's – he's. I'm big on him, but, you know, he, he's going to get opportunities, and that's all you want in fantasy is, yeah, is 50, opportunities. Last year he had 53 receptions, 455 yards off the receptions. Like I said, he still ended up as – he had nine weeks, 11.7, still ended up yeah. as QB4. So no, I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I, I was playing him a lot in daily, and it, it was frustrating because he kept having these great matchups and just wouldn't produce. You know, and he was always one of the most expensive running backs on the board. You know, he was up there with the Lev Bells, with the Zeeks. So it, it, it was definitely frustrating for sure. Yeah, so like I said, I um, I don't want anything to do with uh, with Kareem Hunt, and you know, and and then not only that, you know, he has a pretty strong, you know, against the run uh, defense he's going against. You know, he's going against the Chargers twice. He's going against the Steelers. He's going against the Jaguars. Going against the Rams, like you said, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. He's going against them. Like I said, not you said, but <laughs> you said the Broncos. But uh, but yeah. So I, I just I I don't I don't trust him at all. Uh, and speaking of players that I like in daily, another one of my do not buy list, another player that I'm not touching, that I want nothing to do with, ben, ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben. I want nothing to do with Big Ben. Tell me. Tell me why you don't like Big Ben. What I do want do nothing. You? I like him in daily. Daily, I like him just fine. Okay? Daily. I'll tell you why he's good in daily because he's always – Because you play him at home. Right. But he's always very low owned. Like no one ever drafts him. So if you play in these big field tournaments and you have him at, you know, four or 5% owned and he goes off, mm-hmm. you're way ahead of the field. That That's what you need to take down these big tournaments, like, yeah, like a Millie Maker or something like that. He doesn't cost much but, either in the daily games. Right. Play. It doesn't cost much at all. And he always has those two games where he throws, you know, four or five touchdowns. He's good for two of those a year. Yeah. No, like, like I said, he, he, I, I could break it down like real big into all the numbers why, but I'll just tell you over the past four years to just sum it all up instead of breaking down year by year, which mm-hmm. I have broken down year by year, how much he scored at home in a way, you know, to sum it all up. Uh, when he was at home for the oh, and on average the past four years his home games he's averaging twenty two points at home that's great for your quarterback mm-hmm. that's what you want from your quarterback twenty two points at home is what he averages away though he averages thirteen point nine if your quarterback is averaging you about fourteen points a game are you happy do you feel safe with your quarterback no. No, absolutely not. You want your quarterback to get you anywhere between the 17 to 20 point range. That's what you really want from your quarterback, okay? He gets to 16, you'll live with it. You know, 14, right. you I mean, feel like he has a disappointing day. It depends on how loaded you are at the other positions, but but I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, you, well, you quarterback, there's, there's so many. There's so, there's, right. That's why nobody drives a quarterback to, like, you know, like ninth round. Like, of course, besides, like, the Aaron Rodgers, the Tom Brady's, you know, mm-hmm. when it's in the third. But, um, 
Desha- Desha- Deshaun Watson. This year, Deshaun Watson. This year's and Carson Wentz's, you know. But still, like Ben Beth Roth, Big Ben Roethlisberger is a quarterback that a lot of people take, and for good reason, because you have arguably the best running back in the game with, Re- with Le'Veon Bell. You have, the I believe, the best wide receiver in the game with Antonio Brown. No so question. We, and Le'Veon Bell's a stud of a pass catcher. He's a Juju. great... Juju. I mean, they, they're... Yeah, Juju looks great, too. They're, they're loaded on offense. Bro. Yeah, absolutely. They always, they always usually are. So for him to do that and to still average you 14 points away, you know, like e- even in 2014, in 2014, it was his second best fantasy year ever since he's been drafted. Second best fantasy year ever. Um... Uh, he ended up to be uh, fourth overall. All right, he was he, he finished the year with nineteen point one fantasy points per game, and he averaged twenty four points per home that that year. In his second best fantasy year ever, away he had fourteen point two points per game, and that year he went against the Jags and the Broncos on away games, and those were terrible defenses at the time. I think mm-hmm. the Bronc, the not Broncos, sorry, Browns. I apologize. And the Browns are going to be better this year. The Jags obviously are way better this year. And when he played against them, he had, he played he only got twelve point seven and eleven point eight against those two terrible defenses. Now I'm sure a lot of people probably played him in daily for games like that back in 2014, mm-hmm. but he was away. And he only had twelve point seven and eleven point eight against yeah. two of the worst defenses in the league at the time, and he well, was away. You know, it's no secret that he's a different quarterback on the road. No, absolutely, I mean, but I'm I'm just telling you now numbers wise, yeah. numbers wise. And I'm sorry, he, that was fifth that year that he ranked two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Fourth was his best year ever. Fifth was his second best year ever in two thousand fourteen when he averaged that, and it, and actually his best year ever he did it ass backwards, right? Because I mean, look, he's he's going you know somewhere around you know the eighth ninth round. Um, so he's in the mix with, with the Philip Rivers, with the Dak Prescotts, and I mean last. No, he's year, going. He's going eleventh round, buddy. Nah, eleventh. I'm seeing. Yeah, he's going. He's going eleven eleven point three. But you're but you're right. He's going around with with Dak Prescott's going around the thirteenth round. But yeah, he's going around the eleventh round. With right now the eleventh round, who's going with is uh, Philip Rivers, Pat Mahomes, and uh, Marcus Mariota, and then you could throw Derek Carr in there. That's the guys going around. I rather have any of those guys. Over Ben Roethlisberger, so I, that's that another one yeah, I might I do not buy. I wouldn't list. argue with you there. Uh, anybody else you want to mention about this do not buy list? Anybody uh, else? No. Let, let's let's move on. So let's move on to the buy and beware. We just did that draft strategies. Charlie, you're off. Do not buy and buy beware are two totally different things. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> then you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. First episode. Let's get going. Anyways, all right. So I'll tell you, buy and beware. So what buy and beware is generally about is these are players that do not buy. We're telling you do not buy. Buy and beware it means draft them, take them, sure, but beware when you take them. Be wary when you do. Do not buy. Do not buy. So this is the buy and beware list. So you agree with me on this. I have a couple of people that I'm a little bit skeptical about. So I'll run it over with you. You help me out. All right. So one person that is definitely on my buy and beware list, and I, I really don't want to take him, but if he happens to be there at a certain point, I'm going to have to, but I really rather not, is Jarek McKinnon. There is a ton of people on the Jarek McKinnon hype train. There is, a, there is a lot on the bandwagon. Excuse me. On the hype train, there's a lot of people that are hyped about Jarek McKinnon this year. I am not one of those people. How do you feel about Jarek McKinnon? I mean, look. You know, back to what I was saying before, he's he's going to get opportunities. You know, he's going to get opportunities. He's not going to come off the field. You know, can we agree to that? That's why he's on my buy and beware. Yeah. That's why. That's now, the only reason I say do not buy. I mean, he's like the, what, the 12th, 13th running back off the board is, is what I'm seeing. So, I mean, look, I'm, I don't have no problem with that. Like, is, is he going to is he going to crack the top 10? Probably not. He's going but... he's going towards the end of the second round. He's going. His average ADP right yeah, now is two point That might be a little early for him, but I would say you know right around the top of, top of the third round, I could see him going. I'll tell you what. He's um, and he's he's like that the ideal daily player, like that mm-hmm. that player that's going to be you know low owned and could could take a screen pass eighty yards, but for season long he may not be the 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 best. But, you know what I mean? See the. the- well, the way people are looking at him and the way people are talking about him is like if you take if you miss out on one of those like major five running backs mm-hmm. in, in the first round, which is, you know, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, Zeke Elliott, 
And, and in uh, that order, that's how you have no, it? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that early. I'm just saying, like, you know, right. like one of those. Yeah, one, that, that's the consensus. Yeah, the consensus is one of those major, yeah. like, like five, like, uh, those big RBs in the beginning, those five, six, seven RBs, whatever, in the beginning in the first round. People are saying that Jared McKinnon is, is, is a great RB1 to have. And I, I don't, I do not, I'm, I wouldn't say he's a great RB. I wouldn't either, but, but I'm saying but this is what people are saying. The thing is with Jarek McKinnon, sorry to interrupt, but the thing is with Jarek McKinnon is that never in his entire career, in his entire career, never, and he's had the chances. He's had the chances when other people got injured. Agent Peterson got injured and Dalvin Cook got injured. He's had the chances, but never his entire career has he had more than 100 and single carries in a single season. In a single season, he's never had more than 100 single carries, 160 carries, and now you're asking him to be the bell cow of this team, all right? Um, guys last year who did terrible in fantasy, and with my eyes, at least, you know, whatever, they had like only one or two games. But De- DeMarco Murray and Michelle McCoy, I mean Michelle McCoy, sorry, DeMarco Murray and Marshawn Lynch had more fantasy points per game than McKinnon last year. He was dead last in, he was dead last in yards per carry, and he was second to last in yards after contact. You know, he's going against the Rams twice, which I think are going to be a great defense to have this year. The Cardinals twice. They may not be as strong, but, you know, whatever. Seahawks twice. You know, they're not going to be as strong either. But still, like, it, like I said, the only reason he's still in my list that you could still buy him and you would, I would still say you could still take him is because of the opportunities. You know, mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan offense, I told you, is a golden goose for fantasy. So with a Kyle Shanahan offense, I think it's it, that just with that alone, an opportunity because Matt Breida is not going to take that job from him. But just for the right. fact that he has all that opportunity, it's his job to lose. He has every opportunity in the world. But I'm just worried about him. He hasn't had this. He hasn't shown yet that he could be like this workhorse to be like RB one status. To me, like I, I think he's like a low RB two. Well, let me let me read off some names here. Okay, Devontae Freeman, 100 percent over him. Yes, absolutely. You're taking Devontae 100 percent over him. Christian McCaffrey, 100. Christian McCaffrey is one of my favorite guys this year. I love Christian McCaffrey. Hell okay. yeah. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, absolutely. Joe Mixon. Yeah. Kenyon Drake. No. Okay, so that's the cutoff point for you. Jordan Howard. Probably not. All right, so you have him as the 17th, 18th running back. Jay Ajay? Probably not. You would take Ajay ahead of him? I might. I I I would. Personally, I would. I'm I'm big on Ajay this year. I'm not big on I'm not big on Ajay this that, that year this year at all. I'm not because Ajay has proven to, to 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 disappoint for the most part, but he's behind one of the best offensive lines in the league. Wow, so you're really low on McKinnon. So you have him but I guess, you have him like twentieth. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't nah, I'm not he's not he's not dropping that far down. No, no, I'm not I'm I don't think I don't think he's gonna go that way in drafts, but I just you don't see it. I don't. I don't. I think he's just way too much. I think he costs way too much. I just think he costs way too much. That's all. Uh, to move on really quickly, just to give you one more guy because we have to move on really quickly. We only have a few more minutes left. Uh, another person I'm really worried about, just to let you guys know, is Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry, somebody else I'm worried about, and the main reason I'm worried about Jarvis Landry is because last year he had 161 targets. He's not he's getting a target monster. He's not getting that much this year. He's not getting that much. When you have a QB that throws for under 3,000 yards for a QB that runs, and you have Josh Gordon on your team. You're not throwing that. He's not going to get that in here. So Jarvis Landry, because of the fact he's Jarvis Landry, and be, you know, and he's still a good player. I mean, even if he gets, you know, that that cuts down to you know 120 targets. He's he's gonna. He's not going to get 120 targets. You don't think so? No, he's not going to get 120 targets. I don't think so. No, not with Josh Gordon, and then and not with um, uh, what's the other guys? Corey Coleman. Not with uh, not with um the quarterbacks he has throwing in the ball. I love Ty- Tyrod Taylor, but no, I don't, I don't think he's getting 120 targets. I don't think so. We're going to see how the year mo- the season moves on, but it's just he's not going to get anywhere near the targets that he should get to be the Jarvis Landry that I, we know and I love. I like Landry, especially in PPR. So moving on right now because we only have a little bit more time left. So moving on right now, uh, just want to we the way we're going to end off every show, which I we, we both agree, Charlie, is we're going to ask questions to each other. You haven't seen my questions, I haven't seen your questions. These questions could be fantasy related. These questions could be about anything. Uh, if you like, I said, if you want to ask us questions to you know to for us to answer for you on the show at the end of every show, uh, you could DM us on our Instagram at BFB Podcast or on Twitter at Podcast BFB. Um, or email us at bfantasyb at gmail.com. But go ahead, Charlie. Ask me a question if you have one for me. All so right. We can end so show I got a NFC East question for you. All right. So you're the Giant fan. I'm the Cowboy fan. Yes. I'm do you, better. 
Do you think the Eagles are going to be as good this year as they were last year? Yeah. Well, you got to ask me such a terrible question. Yeah, they're going to be really so? good. Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah, they're going to be really good still, man. They're still going to be really good. You think they win the division? No. Giants. The Giants are going to win the division. Yeah. I don't know, man. You're I not asking me a fantasy-related question, I so think, I could be... <laughs> well, it doesn't have... This last segment doesn't have to be fantasy. No, no, no. But um, I don't know. I think the Eagles are one of those teams where, like, everything broke right for them last year. And I'm not saying it because I'm a Cowboy fan. And <laughs> everything broke. my blood. Carson to, Wentz broke. That didn't go Carson right for them. Was, yeah, but you know what? And Carson then, Wentz breaking right before the preseason did not go right for them. But and they, then they, Nick Foles balled out. I just... I, I Honestly, not for nothing, the one reason, the offensive line, and I believe in Doug Peterman. Right, I believe I believe in their their coach. I really yeah. do. That guy's got got some balls. He's got some big cojones. The guy goes on fourth down every time, and he gets it like every time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> he had a tight end throw the ball for a that, touchdown to the Super Bowl. The guy's that, got some cojones. That did take a lot of balls. You know that does. Uh, let but, me ask you a question. Moving on. We'll ask you a question real quick. Uh, so, who do you feel is going to be the best Redskins wide receiver fantasy? Uh, Jamison Crowder. I think that's an easy one. I don't. I, I I disagree with you. But he's. I mean, look. He's he's playing out of the slot. He's he's gonna get the targets, um, especially in PPR. I don't even think it's a debate in PPR. But uh, for the Redskins, I would say Jamison Crowder. All right. I think Do- Doxson's got some talent. I think it's Paul Richardson. Uh, Paul Richardson is good, but I just think as far as we're, we're talking, we're not talking talent here. We're talking fantasy production. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamison Crowder, I think. Uh, one quick question, also to ask you, because like I said, we got to wrap it up real quick. Let me ask you a question, Charlie. Why do you not like to watch Marvel movies? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I just wasn't into them. My girlfriend loves them, so now I'm kind of forced to watch them. But, oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> but, yeah, even though I got to say the uh, the last Avengers movie, that was that was pretty good. So you saw Infinity Wars without seeing Age of Ultron in the first one? No. See, I, you're, you, you're speaking another language right now. I didn't even know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. But the last, uh, the Avengers was pretty good. So should we end on, on that note? You got one more question to ask me or no? Yes, actually. Go ahead, know, quick. Let, let me let me ask last you a, a giant question. All right, last uh, question. Let me, let me put this up on a tee for you. Your expectations for you're gonna bang on your desk for that. Go ahead. Quan Barkley. You say Quan Barkley. Yeah, he's gonna be a top three running back. Top three. Top three. Wow. So who who falls? Who who is he gonna bump? He's gonna bump anybody else that tries to stop him. I know what your question is. I'm just he's gonna look at the end of the day. The Giants have beef up their offensive line. You got right, Odell, so look, who's always top, gonna top. The consensus top five are in no particular order: Zeke, Lev Bell, right, right, Todd Gurley. I think it's gonna be. I think, I think it's gonna be Gurley. I think it's gonna be Gurley, Bell, and Saquon. Hmm. That's what I think. Interesting. I really do think that they All beefed right. up their offensive line. They 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 still got Evan Ingram. They got Saquon. They got Saquon could catch the ball really well. He they, that guy could. He's, just, he's a beast. He can't do no wrong. And you know it's hard for me to talk good about a. No, yeah, sport. and you, like I said, you got but you know Quan you got Barclays Odell Beckham Jr. You got Evan Ingram. You got Sterling Shepard. You, you and you and listen, Pat Sh- Pat Shermer's offense is for RBs. Look, look what Dalvin Cook did last year, and Saquon Barkley's way better than Dalvin Cook before he better, went down. Better talent, for sure. So uh, that's all the time we have today for right now. Charlie, how do you feel about the first episode we just recorded? It went good. It uh, went, you know, a little bumps, but uh, we'll we'll get it right. We'll get it right for we'll, the uh, for the second episode. Yeah, no, we got we, we listen. We we've never done this before, but this is the first time we're doing this. We want to shout out Gotham Podcast Studios. Thank you guys very yes, much. Thank you, Gotham. Yes, thank you guys very much. It's an awesome place here to record for. Uh, once again, you can follow us on Instagram at BFB Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast BFV. You can follow me on my Instagram at Flex Hitlist, at FLX Hitlist. And Charlie, yours? Charlie BNY. Charlie BNY. So once again, party people, thank you very much for tuning in for our very first podcast. We got a lot of things coming up for the future. We got a lot of exciting prizes. We got a lot of exciting giveaways. We got a lot of exciting contests. We got a lot of exciting special guests. We're so excited for this brand that we're about to bring. And it's all going to Somebody's excited. Super excited. And it's all thanks to your support. Once again, party people, thank you very much. We'll see you on this side or the other. Peace. See you on the, uh, the quarterback show next.